Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. My name's Dave. And I'm Matt. And we are... Root Beer Radio. Are still quarantined. Still quarantined. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> here we are in our basement, in my basement, you're upstairs. Yep. Of soon-to-be old house. Soon-to-be old house we sold. And uh, this will... This may actually be one of the last episodes ever actually recorded in this place. Wow. It's kind of, uh, kind of interesting. So, Oh my goodness. A little bittersweet. But on to bigger and better things, right? Exactly. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we have, uh, we've been both been a bit busy, both with work and other things related. Uh, you recently made a, almost what I would call a red root beer. Yes. You know, I actually made two red root beers. Yeah. Yeah. The second one was very, very similar. I'll tell you about the difference in a second, but yeah. yeah. First one I made back on, it was March 21st, 2020, when I made my first root beer in my, my own home. And I used a recipe that you had sent to me. Yep. Believe it or not. And so like, I thought that you might know that it would turn out red, but I think you probably use different sweeteners, right? Yeah, and I think um, I think from what I, I recall, like all my root beers have turned out that reddish kind of brown hue. Uh, it's just, I, I wonder if it was just the lighting yeah. on your end that made it look extra red. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So I made this root beer based off your recipe, um, and like the, the ingredients that I used were sassafras root, licorice root, cherry bark, clove, allspice, cinnamon stick, ground nutmeg, coarsely ground. Um, I, I used a quarter of a vanilla bean, actually. Those things, really? Yeah, they're expensive, but I bought one. I bit the bullet. <laughs> and then um, I used the wintergreen extract that we have, some mm-hmm. cane sugar, some brown cane sugar, and then I used honey as well and a pinch of salt, Matt. pinch of salt? Yeah, just a pinch of it. <laughs> very scientific you know i don't know if it uh if it helped or not but yeah salt brings a lot of uh a lot to the table even in small quantities it helps brighten a lot of different flavors and yeah uh, acids do the same thing as long as you don't overdo it <laughs> but um how did it taste it tasted actually really good it was very sweet um you know it was the wintergreen profile with um, some of those, you know, the sassafras obviously was there, but it wasn't overpowering like we've had in the past. Yeah. Um, it was actually really, really nice. And the clove and allspice, same thing. It wasn't like in your face. I think you got it you got it right with the, the one. Yeah. yeah, you got to dial that back. Because uh, I think one of our first brews, we put 10 of each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like all you could taste. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes, you could taste everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, no, I thought it was really good, man. It was very sweet. I think the honey, I could taste the honey pretty, pretty like forward. Yeah. I really liked it. It was, it was kind of hard to describe. It wasn't syrupy like we've, like we've seen with some of our extracts that we've made. Yeah. Um, and I, I strained it through coffee filters, but I could only pour in like half a cup at a time and then yeah. it would stop filtering. Yeah. I, I think we're, uh, we're we're going to have to figure out a way to uh, <laughs> overcome this challenge because <laughs> I, either we have to deal with almost an almost 
kind of like pulp like material in our in our root beer or uh something else has got to give and <laughs> right now i don't have an answer to that right so i mean it worked really well like extremely well but it took a long time and it ended up like once the the root beer stopped going through the <laughs> the coffee filter i just like bundle it up and squeeze it like squeeze it through yeah that's something i haven't done yet yeah so i haven't forced it through a filter I'm, i've just allowed gravity to do it and uh very very poor results on yeah. my end <laughs> so yeah well i mean it, it worked for the most part for me i i kept all of the larger chunks um from coming out just be just from i, I actually i took a tea bag in this first one and mm-hmm. i kept and, and dropped out the, the the leaves. It was like a mint tea, and yeah. I put all of my barks and and roots into this tea bag, and then I tied it up with the string, and then uh, and I used that to keep all of my things in. Yeah, and it worked for the most part. It actually it broke open a little bit, and so I had to like use one of my tongs to pin it closed. <laughs> And then I just had tongs in there the whole time. It was really hard to clean those afterwards, but yeah. At work, we used to call that redneck engineering. Yeah. Uh, so it's, That's it. I mean, if it works, it works. Um, but yeah, I think not shortly, uh, not too long after you made that brew. Yeah. I tried my own. Okay. And I have some citric acid. Actually, no, it's tartaric acid from wine from winemaking. I had extra tartaric acid, and I'm like, you know what? A lot of the uh, root beers that I've been making, they've lacked a certain kind of uh, kind of brightness to them. Sure. And so I I took I think it was a a half teaspoon of tartaric acid for the uh, sixteen ounce extract that I'd made, yeah. and it was way too much. <laughs> like it was it was kind of like it was more sour than like eating sour patch kids, but less sour than like let's say. Uh, warheads it was in that range though and it was not pleasant to drink Hmm. and yeah i ended up dumping the whole thing yeah the the flavors were okay but uh the filtering issue has been bothering me and i'm still struggling to figure out how to get past that so yeah yeah i mean we really have to look into that yeah well maybe one (laughs) if we ever get a budget (laughs) we might be able to (laughs) to delve further into this Fingers. Uh, did yeah. you did you use the same basic recipe that I used? It was very close, and uh, one of the things I really wanted was uh, uh, like a pr- pronounced wintergreen flavor. Yeah, <laughs> and I added. Oh, that was a nice fizz. Yeah. Um, mm. one of the yeah I really wanted a pronounced wintergreen flavor, and I added like one of the, a whole bottle of that wintergreen oil stuff I gave you. Yeah. It was four ounces yeah. out of, it was a considerable volume component of the extract and I could still barely taste it. Seriously? I don't know what was going on. If it was just a bad bottle, I don't know. But I'm looking at different flavor. Was it the uh, acid? It could have been. Yeah. It, that, that could have been a, a problem. Yeah. So hmm. you never know. Yeah, we've got, um, we're trying to work on that. We're looking at, using some some birch bark right mm-hmm. birch um maybe some birch syrup yeah the way they tap maple trees you can tap mm-hmm. birch trees as well um 
we've got a couple leads on that. So, yeah. but if you're on the East Coast and you want to send us some, that's harvest um, ethically. Don't kill the trees, please. Yeah, like, I, I think I think what we need is the the, extra- the tips, right? Not the actual bark, like the twigs. Yeah, the well, the yes, and it's black birch, right? Is no. that the one? Um, oh, cherry birch or sugar. cherry birch. Okay, also known as sugar birch. Yeah, yeah, not the kind of paper birch or river birch that we have here in right. Minnesota. Yeah, this is a, a an East Coast species, and so if you're if you're an arborist and you know your trees, maybe that's a, a source for your beverages going forward. But, yeah. Yeah, we we might know some people out there. So, um, yeah. So that's okay. Well, you made a bad batch. I, I, it was a very bad one. Like I was not upset about dumping it. Right. Well, we. I mean, <laughs> hadn't done that, we would have a lot of questions and unanswered. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And that and that's what a lot of this is all about is making mistakes and learning from those mistakes. I will never be adding that much acid all at once without verifying what it was doing to the extract first. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, um, so I made a second batch, I think uh, April 3rd. So not too long after or April 4th, I made it. Um, and that one, I actually added some, uh, some anise extract Mm -hmm. to the profile. I wanted to add some more, um, licorice root, because I really wanted to tap into that licorice flavor. Um, and anise is on, is on that same, same level, right? Yeah, very much so. But it just didn't like, it wasn't the same. And I don't know, because I actually made a double batch this time. And I used, I just put in like a uh, one and a half teaspoons mm. of the extract. So maybe it wasn't enough. I, was, I really didn't want to overpower it. Because when I put it in, it like burned my eyes. It was so fragrant. <laughs> And so I was like, yeah, no, that's, that's plenty. But then you could like hardly taste it. And yeah. the whole thing overall wasn't as sweet. So I don't, I don't know if like if that extra flavor took away something or if I didn't put, I don't know that I put in as much honey in. Cause I thought there was almost too much honey in the first one. Right. Hmm. Yeah. It, it could be a, a variety of things. And a question I have though, is when you added the anise extract was the, was the liquid hot when you added it? It was, yeah. That that might be why the flavor denatured and didn't come through, but you had the powerful aromas. Yeah. So it's not like a, I don't, I'm not entirely certain on all the science here, but uh, at least that's something I've noticed in brewing is that some flavors, as you, if you really want to carry them through the final product, uh, those flavor additions should be added as a whole thing is cooling down. So if it's still hot, you can kind of denature a few things and yeah. kind of burn off, I guess, or boil off certain flavors. So when I did it, I so after I strained it before adding sugar or the extracts, mm-hmm. um, and then I put it back into the pot and and heated it up enough to disintegrate the sugars and honey. Okay. And then I turned it off immediately, and then added the the extract. So it was still warm. It was still hot, but it yeah. was cooking. Yeah. It could it could be a wide variety of things, but well, now we know. Maybe I'll add some more. <laughs> Just think about making some some candies. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Why not? Yeah, 
That's actually where I'm looking for. Uh, the next iteration of root beers that I make is I'm looking at candy flavorings uh, to kind of take over this whole natural vibe that we've been running through because this whole filtering issue has been driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. So I ordered sassafras root uh, uh, flavoring, oh. uh, wintergreen flavoring, and a few others. Um, I think it's, uh, oh God, I'm looking, trying to find it right now. I can't remember the name of the company, but give me a second, I'll find it. Okay. Hmm. Very, very organized podcast here. It's fine. We're quarantined. Um, yeah, the, the sassafras bark, right? Sassafras root, sassafras bark. What do we use? What do we have? Um, we have sassafras root, root bark. Root bark. Okay, so the bark. It, it, it's, it's confusing. And it's Loran uh, oils is oh. what I'm looking at. Okay. And these are like super concentrated flavorings, very small quantities in these bottles, like 3.7 milliliters or an eighth of an ounce. Hmm. And so it's very small quantities. However, um, the flavor packaged is apparently very potent. So like they're talking drops to Hmm. add flavor. So we'll see. Um, It's food safe. Okay. I hope it carries through in the beverage and... We'll see. Huh. Well, yeah, it's worth a try. And that's how a lot of the sodas these days are made. Yeah. Flavor and not naturally or. Yeah. And it's not crazy expensive either because like one of these uh, bottles is six bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's for an eighth of an ounce. So that's. (laughs) To me, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. It it is a lot per unit, but overall just to have something to test with is doesn't seem that extreme. So. In bigger bottles? Uh, not that I've seen so far, at least off Amazon, but I'm sure they have a website where you could order sure. more. In fact, I'm going to go there right now. Oh, um, but I was saying that uh, sassafras root bark that we have is, can be, it's like there are some finely ground bits. Yes. That's what ruins us as far as filtration <laughs> goes. Yeah. Yeah. I tried really hard to like only get the biggest spots. Like I shook it to try to like get it to separate. Yeah. And I thought I did a pretty good job, but it's still like still tough. Oh, you can certainly get larger bottles. <laughs> you can get a 16 ounce is the, is the big one. And it's $40. Oh, I mean, that's not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. It's not like the, uh, what, uh, it was, uh, at the Whistler guys, right. That you were talking to about their flavorings. Um, how much were those jugs? They you I mean, how, like how big they were or how much do they cost? A little bit of both on that one. How um, much? Probably like, is an anti-free, antifreeze container like a gallon? It might be a gallon or two gallons. Yeah. What, antifreeze container? I think that, yeah. <laughs> I think though they said it ranged between like 70 and $150 or something. Okay. That's about what I expect. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. think about they're, those ones are so concentrated that it's like you put a drop of something in a batch or a bottle and it's yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's amazing that such a small quantity can have such a huge impact mm-hmm. on uh cause like I, I started adding caramel color yeah. to uh, the root beers and like a teaspoon is overkill uh, to kind of darken it. So it's kind of incredible. Matt, I was going to talk to you, and maybe I did talk to you. We had a, 
for sure one grad party that we were going to make root beer for. Yeah. I don't yeah, I'm pretty sure that's canceled. <laughs> so. Shoot. And then we were going to do that summer camp as well. That's not canceled yet, is it? Not yet. <laughs> I'm supposed to teach at two summer camps, so. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hmm. What a year. What a year. <laughs> you just probably spend some time up on the Superior Hiking Trail, right? It'd probably be pretty empty. As long as the association says it's okay to hike. I'm not, because the ATC, uh, the Appalachian Trail Commission, is telling people to suspend all their hikes this year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know what the Superior Trail Association is doing, but well, they might be saying the same thing. You know, if you need to get your hike on, I actually forged a path through the little patch of trees in my backyard. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> it's probably like 30 feet long, but it is what yeah. it is. Hey, anything in a, any port in a storm, right? <laughs> That's the phrase. <laughs> Put all my brush that I cut down so I can save it and burn it next year or this year. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Now, Matt, did you, you brewed something today. Yeah, and I'm uh, just finishing my first glass of it. I made a ginger beer. Wow. Now, uh, I, this was made differently than any other ginger beer I've made so far. How? Um, I did not boil anything. Oh? Uh-huh. I, I did not cook anything. What did you do? Um, so I took a pound and a half of ginger. Mm-hmm. I didn't even peel the skin off. I uh, just kind of chopped it up. You wash it first? Uh, yes. <laughs> God. That, that that it's you know it's it's COVID you know COVID nineteen uh, everything got washed when I brought it home and then when I put it into the I chopped it up into one inch cubes mm-hmm. and I dropped it into my food processor and then I poured uh, a cup of boiling water in there with it and then I processed mm. uh, kind of made a big pulp yeah. and I dumped that pulp into a uh, colander squished the juice out of it. And then return the pulp back to the food processor, added another cup of water, process that again, and then uh, extracted the juice out of that one more time and added sugar to that juice after it was strained. And voila, I've got my extract that I just added soda water to. Seriously. So worked out like a charm, took half an hour. Wow. And uh, I'm going to actually be drinking this. Now it, it's, I didn't strain it very well. So there's like little chunks of ginger in there, but it's spicy. It's, well, it's a little sweet and well, it's exactly what I'm looking for. A lot of ginger have that though. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. It, and I don't know if uh, you can see that right here, but uh, that's. Wait, hold it up again. There's uh there's some sediment kind of coming out on the bottom there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. They're focused and yeah, we're, we're doing this over zoom. So Dave can see what I'm doing. Actually, you know, I have video. I have this all on video, so I might post the video too. We're going to go. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> what was that? Hair looks great. Yeah, I know. It's a uh, it's, uh, quarantine hair. Mine's getting too, but yeah. I have to uh, put a hat on because we yeah. were outside sweating all day. Yeah. So, oh, my God. But yeah, th- this worked out super great. And. Uh, I think this is going to be my replacement for actually paying like six or $7 for a four pack of fever tree. So, yeah. Oh yeah. 
and stuff and you know it. Yeah. I've got five bottles in the fridge. (laughs) The small ones you buy. Yeah. They have these big, like, what is it? How many milliliters with the wine bottle size ones? Oh my God. Man, I used to crush those when I, or no, maybe they're not wine bottle, wine size, but they're bigger than 16 ounces for sure. Um, God. I used to get, I get them up in uh, Spooner, Wisconsin at the uh, Super 8. I think that's what it was. So good. But hey, do you remember when I got those Bermuda ginger beers? The wine bottles for a dollar each? Mm -hmm. I do. I just finished the last one. Oh. I've been, it's been almost eh, 10 months maybe since I got them. Yeah. Oh, it was was like 4th of July. I got them 4th of like July 4th. There you go. So great. I don't know if you can hear that right now, but Bear is having a has is having a dream and he's barking in his sleep. <laughs> oh, that's so pretty. I can hear it. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, his, his paws are kicking. <laughs> Love those snakes. Yeah, they are super worn out. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody if anybody saw our uh, uh, at little interview on. Uh, twin ports tonight yeah. might remember that dave is afraid of snakes I am. and today we did a little walk around the lake with uh, uh our my wife's and i uh, our do- our dogs and dave's daughter and we saw a a ball of snakes a garter snakes there was probably like eight or ten of them there and they were just kind of writhing around and i haven't seen anything like that since uh probably 2016 Oh, I wanted to when I, when I stepped on one uh, out in the vineyard. <laughs> so that sounds horrible. Yeah, it was it was straight up biblical. You we, step on the ground and snakes come out. <laughs> so. There. Yeah. I am that's where I'm at. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it was beautiful out. It was a glory. Yeah. Have twenty one thousand steps today. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. We walked what was that? It was like five miles. Yeah, it was something. Lake Rebecca. Sure. Yep, Lake Rebecca in uh, Rockford. Rockford, Minnesota, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, what was I going to tell you, Matt? Oh, hey, you know, I'd really like to try making a root beer, mm-hmm. with, but a, like an espresso root beer. Ooh. Yeah. I've actually... Uh, I've had a similar thought, but with chocolate. Yes. Have you had a chocolate root beer? No. Have you? Okay. No. I think I kind of came close with one of those black cows. Uh-huh. Um, that was awful. Yeah. I can't remember the name, the brand, but mm. I think I think we could do way better. So. I agree. Um, I was going to try an espresso root beer on our Lake Michigan tour, but we're canceling our Lake Michigan trip. It's sad, but we'll put. Or we're going to postpone it till next summer or whatever summer we can travel again. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. And every yep. sea is going to be closed anyway. So right, it makes sense. Yeah, there's there's no sense in trying until until things start to return to somewhat normal. I don't know if we'll ever go back to fully normal. But. Right, uh, the new normal. The new normal. Yes. Yeah. So I. We'll see. I've got I've got a bean guy, so we uh, we're good there. 
but uh, yeah. we still. Then we, I I know someone who I we can talk to people about making like a their, how they make coffee beers, like coffee porters and stuff. Yep. So. Yeah. yeah. The the one thing I will say about this whole uh, pandemic situation that we're all in right now is that it has really sparked a creative uh, element in me that where I want to create something mm-hmm. and I'm trying to channel that to, to the positive things. Yeah. So creating root beers, drafting new beer recipes. And the second we get moved into the new place, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go ham because yeah. uh, I've got a space in the basement that is going to be a brewery and I'm excited to have like a dedicated space to do this instead of having to tear down and set up equipment every time I want to, oh, I know every time I want to brew. So I have, I have all my equipment set up right here in this space, <laughs> ready to go for at all times. So I feel you. Yeah, absolutely. So <sighs> only a couple of weeks. So sweet. Um, I forgot. Oh yeah. You know what we should try uh, in a new recipe? We should try putting like, um, like Lysol or Clorox in our repairs. I heard it. <laughs> like fight against coronavirus. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that uh, that might not be the dumbest thing I've heard this week. <laughs> Everybody, don't do that. We were just joking. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think 30 people in New York didn't hear that <laughs> today. So, yeah, so there you go. <sighs> what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> We're still here. We're still here for you. Too. <laughs> well, oh, um, I was going to mention that I got my second. Did I talk about this in the last podcast? I don't know. I don't think I did. My wife signed me up for um, the Rapier Stores Rapier of the Month. You might have talked about the Root Beer of the Month Club. Did I talk about it? You might have. I know that I posted on Instagram about it and Facebook. Okay. If I didn't talk about it, my wife signed me up and I get a six pack every month, but for three months. So there's different levels. You can get like six, six packs, 12 packs. You can get them for three, six, maybe nine, 12 months cycles. Yes. Um, but the first package I got, I got three Root Beers that I had never tried before. So that's saying something for you. <laughs> it's saying something big. Um, and actually maybe one of them was like, I, was it a new bo- a new bottle or like a variation of the bottle that I don't have in my collection. Um, so it was sweet. And then the other ones were like pretty good rip beers. So then that was awesome. And then I also got in my second package, I got one that I have never had before and that I have been trying to track down. It's been it's been great actually. This this uh, Bedford's repair came from that the second. Nice. I, I should look into signing up for this. We are unfortunately not sponsored by them. No, but, should be. Man, that would that be amazing? Maybe we'll reach out to them. See what happens. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but, yeah. The repair of the month. Uh, is that is it just repairthemonth.com or is there repairstore.com? Perfect. The Rip Your Store or Rip Your Store.com. I don't know. Just Google the Rip Your Store. Okay, perfect. Yes. That's their logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty awesome. So I I have one more one more to go. And I actually they come in boxes. 
like that you can ship six packs in. So at some point I thought about like sending you a six pack, but I just oh. in your car today. Yeah. So I'm very excited to try the 1919 um, in a can. That is exciting. That is an exciting development in the world. So for those of you that don't know, 1919 root beer is one of the greatest root beers of all time. And it's from right here in Minnesota. So we were lucky enough to grow up with it. Yep. Uh, but it is now, so originally only available on tap. And then mm-hmm. point within the last, how, I don't know how many years, they rolled out the five liter pony kegs, which you probably maybe have seen. Um, and they like, but those, those are awesome, but it's five liters. And I can't drink five liters of root beer. I mean, I can, but I most of the time don't drink five liters of root beer at a time. And so eh. they, they lose their carbonation pretty quick in those yeah. So they're perfect for parties or for like rip your float day at, at school or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're in cans they're and in. yeah, that is very exciting because I don't go out. I don't often go to places that actually have it on tap. And so when it is there on tap, it's like a priority to get it. Yes. So I think this is going to make it a lot more affordable for people with restaurants to carry it in cans. Yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe it's more affordable. It's probably more affordable to put it on tap, but that's a tap line you have to give up. If you exactly. And once it becomes a root beer tap line, it will always be a root beer tap line. Right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they rolled out 16 ounce cans and apparently, supposedly you can get them in 12 packs, but everywhere I've gone is selling them ind- individually. I bought out the, fi- the last of the stock at Von Hansen's Meats in Monticello. And then I went to so they're supposed to be in runnings but they're back ordered they can't get them yet (laughs) and then but i went to highway liquors in monticello as well and they had i want to say like eight or ten cans left but so i bought four of them i didn't you know you got in a pandemic you can't hoard you (laughs) you have to let everyone else buy stuff too we're gonna be okay but like i said they're back ordered so no one can get them i called von hansen's back and they're like yeah, no, we can't get those for a while. They're back ordered. Like, yeah, it's, they just rolled out in Iowa, which is kind of exciting um, for the people of Iowa. But you can also contact them through their website or call them, and they can tell you where to get them, or they can help you help ship them to you. Yeah, I mean, they're amazing, and I, I love their product, and I will uh, promote them to the nth degree, no matter what. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Something's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, and at least there's at least there's like little beacons of uh of positivity in all of this. Right. Um I tried that maple sprecker beer earlier Did, today. That was that was excellent. It's so good. Yeah. More that they weren't gonna be doing it anymore. That is that is that's a that's a crime. Crime. That's a crime for sure. It's super good. And I'm gonna tell you that lakefront brewery maple mm-hmm. is also phenomenal. I right. always doubted maple root beers. I just thought, ugh, come on. <laughs> it's, it's like a lot of the other ones I've tried. I guess I've only had a couple other ones, but they've yep. all like way too overpowering. And in both of those, it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It supports everything about it. It's not. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a, it's a back, uh, it's a, like a, a, you know, it's, it's background noise on the root beer and it, and it brings up, 
It lifts the it. flavors. It lifts flavors. And it's there, but you have to dig for it, which is great. Yeah. And like, I'm telling you, man, you're going to really like that lakefront one too I gave you. Okay. I got to ration it though. I can't, I can't drink, drink that one as well today. Put those in your, in your, your, uh, your stash of good ones. <laughs> I, I just assume everybody has like their like high end selection and then their, their everything else. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's the way, that's the way it works uh, with us uh, for sure here. Like how desperate are we that we're going to actually dip into the good stuff when we can survive with the bad stuff. Good stuff is the treat. See, mm-hmm. I was, I have always had this stash for my birthday from Jen's birthday party <laughs> in my basement. And I have had to dip into that because I've gone through all of, so I had, I had this is great. So I have this, the private section, the private selection, <laughs> like all of the root beers that I have stashed away for our podcast for future episodes. Yeah. Um, as well as my favorites, just sitting there waiting for just a reward. Okay. Right. Yeah. Try to keep my, my burg off and my, um, what else do I have in there? I have some Johnny Ryan. I have just took one out today. I don't know. I've got a lot of good stuff. <laughs> um so those are all stashed in there um and then i also have my backup reserve like i said which is all the like fine i'll drink them they're root beer it's not like garbage however there is some garbage in there it's boondeberg yep there is garbage <laughs> <laughs> so that's like if if the world has ended and there's nothing left and <laughs> maybe and you need to need to disinfect some things Right. Or like if I'm on medication that makes everything taste like metal, yeah. drink that because <laughs> I won't know the difference, right? <laughs> so there's that, there's that selection. And then I have also upstairs like the selection of readily available, middle of the line, good root beers. Mm-hmm. It's there. But I've gone through that. I've been through that for a while. So I've been dipping into my my extras. I even, I had to go into school the other day and I pulled my school stash and brought it yep. up. So. Those were times. Hey man. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, we're not going back to school as of this week. So. Yeah. No. <sighs> yeah. There you go. This is, this is one crazy time to be alive. But we're here and we're still doing Ropey Radio. Yeah. To whatever capacity we can do it. That's right. That's, so, that's right. I hope to be creating more, uh, more root beers and providing more updates on our house brew. Yeah. Uh, in the next few months, because this is probably all I got time to do anymore. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll have to do like an Instagram live or a Facebook live or something coming up. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, one of us is brewing or. Maybe we're both brewing. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Hey, a brew off. That's our only word. Or like a, we could we could have a competition to see who did it better. We could. We could. I got some secrets. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, I guess. Until then. My name's Dave. And I'm Matt. And we are Root Beer Radio. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Take care. Do
Brother set out on a lifelong quest to brew some root beer and discuss all the controversial topics that plague the root beer community. We're talking root 